What's going on, everyone? It is another episode of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. It's me, Jevlin Lefave. I'm bringing back my cheese head, Corey Latondre, to talk some NHL news and the wild week 18 in the NFL season. So it is a very, very fun episode. Gear up because it's going to be a great, great listen. We obviously hit with some on this day in sports history and some time for the press questions. So um, be sure to like and follow, subscribe, uh, like all the videos, follow the socials, all of that really helps grow the show. Leave a rating and review on Apple and Spotify. And here is Corey LaTondre. Enjoy the episode. It's episode 77 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin LaFave. Today, I welcome back my cheese head, my good friend, host of the Snacktastic Voyage podcast, Corey LaTondre. How's it going, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing good, buddy. Always great to be on. Always great to be here. Always great to be had. You know, always great to have fun with a friend who looks <laughs> fine. You know? So uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? That's awesome. I mean, I'm isolating. Got the video over the weekend. Right. No, That's it's an exclusive positive. club. It's an exclusive club and you're part exactly. of it now. Congratulations. Me and, me and Mama LaFave are, you know, yeah. taking the punches. But, you know. Telling everyone your medal, you know. Exactly. You what you're worth. You're I, can, I can now be cool like everyone else and say that I got it. That's right. You don't want to, honestly, like, what, would you want to go through the whole pandemic and never get it? It'd be kind of cool. I was kind of hoping for that, where it's like, I want to see if I can, you know, avoid avoid it somehow. Kind of like uh, Mac Jones against the Bills. Let's see if we can win the game with only throwing one pass. Let's see if we can do it, but it didn't happen. But it's like that old man in dodgeball where he's like, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. (laughs) Duck, dive, dodge. I'd feel like inevitable, like Thanos. Yeah. An infinity war if i did not get it i don't think i can be hurt i think yeah. <laughs> exactly I think my body is perfect yeah picture of hell unfortunately it did not happen though but no no that's the dice yeah have you take i don't know words Fuck. Yeah. words they're <laughs> overrated overrated okay. have you ta- have you taken the rapid test uh i have not taken a rapid test i took a test last year um, when it was still like, hey, have you ever seen the world's biggest Q-tip? No? Well, it's okay because we're going to put one into your brain. <laughs> That's the test I did where it was just like right up there. Like I was crying, not because I was like hurting and pain, it's okay but to be like sad. driving away from it just because like it poked me and it, like I just like my, <laughs> the tears just like flowing. Like, just yeah. like it hit something. It was just like, well, I guess I can't really see now for the rest <laughs> of my drive home. Yeah. But, uh, you know, was negative when I did that. So that's good. I, uh, my first test, I did the saliva gargle one. Ah, yeah. That's and, what I thought I was going to get. And honestly, I was kind of sad because I was like, I want to do this nasal. You want the just jab. To, I just want to <laughs> see what everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. And, then I was like, okay, booking an appointment's impossible. Yeah. This time around. It's my the nearest appointment was Abbotsford. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I'd rather just stay at <laughs> home and 
not drive to Abbotsford, but yeah. instead I drove to North Vancouver, which is about, hey. the, same, about the same distance. A but, little shorter, maybe a little shorter. Yeah. But I um, couldn't afford to wait a couple of days because I had to work. And I was like, mm. I, I don't want to call in sick for no reason, but I also don't want to think I'm fine. Go in and screw over. You just called in. And you're supposed to you just assume that you have it. Come on, yeah. man. And so I went, took the rapid, and I had the long Q-tip. Yeah. Right? So tell my head back, do it. My nose was, like, banged up like it's never been before. I had, like, every time I'd breathe through my nose, it would hurt. I was like, what yeah. is happening? It was Why is this happening to me? I'm a good person. <laughs> yeah. I swear. But... The suspense when because you have to like drip three like drops of the solution that you mix onto okay. the sponge towel that goes into like that like funnels it's down a into, birth control thing. Yeah, it's like a pregnancy yeah. test almost. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I meant like, to say birth yeah. control. Test, <laughs> that's not right. But, <laughs> Is that how you can stop from having a baby? <laughs> I'm a very learned man. Yeah, but I just dropped it on there and then I put it aside and you have to wait like 15 minutes and then yeah. Look. The suspense, right? Oh my oh, god, it was imagine. killing me! It was killing me. I was like, <sighs> just staring at it, shaking yeah. it like it's an old fucking Polaroid. Yeah. Come on, and, down the <laughs> and in the instructions, it says if it's a invalid result, yeah, which is like offset lines or whatever, where it's not supposed mm-hmm. to be. They're like, just use your second set of tests and repeat the process. They only gave me one. Yeah, welcome the, to BC, baby. The back, the back only came with one, so I'm like, well, what do I do if it's invalid? Do I yeah. just wash everything out and use the same? Like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, but the suspense was killing me and got the result and just drove 40 minutes back to Poco and I've been isolating ever since. You know what's funny is that with those, they say if you get a negative test, that it's like you shouldn't really necessarily trust it because it only catches the like if it's negative truly negative like 50 percent of the time or something for the rapid test or omicron so it's like you wanted to do it for your work right because you're like oh because if it said negative and you still felt like shit and it's like well maybe you still go to work and you're like well that thing was probably wrong yeah because that's the funny thing where it's like like for me i just they were just like hey don't uh like Dr. Henry, all the provincial health stuff. They're like, if you are like a youngish person, you get a couple of symptoms. Don't come for a test. Like you don't have to like, just stay home. Assume you have it. This one spreads so fast that if you feel like you have a sore throat and a cough or your head's congested, you probably got it. I was like, okay. (laughs) So I just, I called my work and I was like, Hey, I woke up with a sore throat today, guys. Like got a cough. Like, I'm not coming in. They're like, are you getting tested? I was like, no, no, I will not be getting tested. You think I'm going to go wait? Like you said, fucking drive to Abbotsford, wait in like the hour long lineup. Stay at this thing. I was like, hard pass guys. I, uh, I just will not be coming. <laughs> will not yeah. be coming in. Which, yeah, it's pretty smart. Like I'll just take the week off and I'll leave my room. And yeah. like the good thing is because Georgia, her mom is, um, <sighs> What's the word? Traveling chef. Like, she's... What's the word when the people get their uh, vaccines faster? 
immunocompromised. Yeah, that's there the word. Go. I got you. That's the word. I'm working the news. Um, <laughs> and it was a few of my friends were testing positive. My neighborhood was testing positive, and I was like, "This thing's going around crazy." We talked, and we we're like, "Hey, let's just lay low for a few days, not see each other, just in case anything happens." Yeah. Let's kind of wait, and they're like, "Good idea," because a few people at her work called in sick like five people called in sick mm-hmm. and then the next day three people called and she's like okay i'm just gonna chill out for a bit and then yeah. next thing you know like two days later i start feeling like shit and i was like mm-hmm. it's a good thing we laid low because if it I got into your house sick. yeah because if it got into your house that would have been bad news bears but no we're uh we're chilling now we're chilling now yeah just hanging out it's a little time to yourself a little self-love some tlc you know nothing, exactly. nothing wrong there bad. exactly you get to connect with yourself. Yeah. I um I started watching the MCU in order. Oh, how far have we gotten? Uh we I just watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Number one. Yeah. Great movie. Which underrated Marvel movie. Like it's probably one of the top two that I've watched so far. Maybe top three. It's cracked the top three so far. Have you seen all of them before or no? Some. But okay. like there, there's like I didn't see Iron Man three, eh. which was okay. It's fine. Um, I didn't see. I don't, can't remember seeing any of the Thors to be honest. Ooh, Thor three is great when you get to that one. Ragnarok, I've heard good things. Dark World yeah. was eh. it's bad. Yeah, I didn't like Dark World. <laughs> I tried to give it some sort of leeway, but I didn't really like it. At the end of it, I was like, okay, that was kind of. A dumb plot line, but whatever. Yeah, it sucks. It's not yeah. good. It's when, probably the worst one of like the universe to me. So like, it's one I've so little interest in. So far, it's up there. I haven't really mm-hmm. liked Dark World and Captain Marvel. Those are the two that I'm kind of like. Eh. I Captain Marvel was better. I, I think it gets I, shit I, on a lot. For I no think reason. I think Captain Marvel was better, but as of the ones I've watched so far, yeah, it's bottom tier but it's not terrible you have some good ones coming up winter soldier was really good Great. i remember i remember i remember winter soldier that was one that i do remember watching like mm-hmm. when it came out in theaters and i re- liked it from the start without knowing any of the backstory or anything but yeah. no it's a great series and oh so good yeah i'm excited to finish have you seen the, the uh, new spider-man movies like the three new ones uh homecoming far from home no way home yeah 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 i haven't seen the third one yet but but i think they're three the first two were awesome like two of the best in the whole catalog yeah i really enjoyed the third one coming up or i can't wait don't spoil it for me you would never believe what happens i'm going to tell you from the start to the next 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) you open up the wiki plot line for it scene opens up peter parker (laughs) (laughs) but uh how was your christmas i see your tree still up there Uh, you can see her in the corner there yeah she'll be coming down next week uh yeah it's good you know quiet small family food fun huge how about you guys uh, it's a good equation to a good christmas Mm -hmm. it was good um i uh found so we have a tradition we eat cinnamon buns every breakfast tradition we have my dad makes uh breakfast and like breakfast like mcmuffin sandwiches 
Yeah, it's classic. You, you need at least one breakfast tradition. You can't just mm-hmm. like have cereal. Everyone Ooh. has like, what are we doing? Special day. Need yeah. special food. We did our base tradition, and then we added like bacon, eggs, and stuff. Whoa. As well. Yeah. So it was a it was a good one. But I found uh, I had my first cinnamon bun in eight years. How'd it go? F- five years. Did you make them gluten free, or you just said like "fuck it, it's Christmas"? Well, no, we. Uh, I bought one from Delish Bakery on the other side of the bridge on by Broadway in Poco. It was uh, delicious, cream cheese icing. Chef's Can't kiss. There. Chef's kiss. It was everything. I, it was everything I wished it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good. Congratulations. Thank you. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? No, I don't believe in it. I'm too weak-willed to follow through with them. So yeah, me too. <laughs> I just don't. I don't get my hopes up for it. I've, Every year, it's I don't know, lose a few pounds. Inevitably, I find them. So yeah. <laughs> maybe if I don't have a resolution. I won't this year. You know. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm too good at this hide and seek with my weight. Yeah. Right. It, I don't even think it's trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It does not do a good job of hiding. It's like an elephant hiding behind a telephone pole. It's just do a better exactly. job. I just turn around and it's already there. And I'm like, well, I found you. <laughs> Damn it. Another pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Bag of Doritos and gummy worms. <laughs> God damn it. But I have you on. Going to talk a little sports, touch on hockey and the Love crazy it. week 18. Who knew that adding uh, yeah, one extra game to the schedule was going to be so dramatic? Right? Right? And Real barn so barn. many what you thought would be gimmies in some so situations. But um, we're going to start this off on a bit of a sad note. Um, oh, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. 10th grade student, Teddy Balkind. Balkind? Balkind? Um, forgive my pronunciation if I am pronouncing that wrong unfortunately passed away in a uh-huh. uh, high school hockey game or a mm-hmm. minor hockey game incident when he fell and a skate came and came across oh, his neck. Oh, no. Yeah, it was uh, very unfortunate. He was rushed to that the hospital. Is... And obviously with the procedures, he didn't quite make it through. It, mm-hmm. took, it took place in Greenwich, Connecticut. Um, it was the St. Luke's uh, junior varsity team. So it was a very unfortunate incident and it's just gone way too soon and such a devastating yeah. injury. Thinkable, right? Like it's such a, it's so rare that like, cause throughout all like pro and lower levels, it's pretty rare that you see like a guy like really get cut with a skate, right? Yeah. Like it is guys, legs aren't usually up. <laughs> you know where anything yeah. dangerous is going to be a stick yeah puck all the time whatever but yeah you get those scary kind of things that once in a while and i can't imagine i can't imagine what it was like for the players on both teams the people in the stands watching that because like you cut and that's just blood yeah right and like all over the ice just like this terrifying sight that that must have been and it's like how do you ever like if i was one of those kids like I don't ever want, I don't ever want to play again. <laughs> like, yeah. We gonna like I would have man, that's nuts. That's terrible. Terrible news. 
because I um, compare it to like the Malarchuk incident, the goalie who mm-hmm. came up, slit his neck. But you got to think that he was on a pro team, so they have assistance. Pro trainers on, that know. On, they Like on duty, ambulance, pressure. everything. They yeah. have everything on duty. And it was such a thing where if he was even on the opposite end of the ice that he was on, he would have mm-hmm. died. Yeah. Luckily, the ambulance was on the same side that he yeah. was so they could get to him quicker. This is a junior varsity kid who doesn't have the – Hope. They don't have the resources. Yeah, the resources <laughs> of an ambulance on site. You got to mm-hmm. like his home ec teacher is hopefully or the PE right, teacher like, there is like trying to apply pressure, which is like no shot at them. But I'm just saying like the resources weren't to his mm-hmm. um, convenience. So it's just like it's so devastating and you hate to see it was especially with such a young play kid. And freak accidents and stuff like that happens and there's no explaining it and there's no good reason and it's just awful and you yeah. know yeah it's a um, very heartbreaking very devastating so i just wanted to you know prayers and uh love from the hockey community and mm-hmm. uh, us two bozos obviously the most important yeah. love exactly we're a stranger in Canada. exactly the west coast <laughs> the best coast best coast yeah uh canucks um their uh games keep getting postponed because of reduced capacity tight february what's your thoughts on the games being postponed not due to covid uh outbreaks but just because Mm -hmm. aquilini wants to squeeze out as much money as possible what are your thoughts on that you know it's funny because i get it right like you went through all last year. You made no cash. So it's like he wants if, hey, if we want fans in the stands. And right now we can't have fans in the stands or we can't have as many fans in the stands. So let's postpone it. Maybe we'll get past this thing and we'll be able to kind of do it. But then it's like on the flip side, it's like, okay, take money out of it. Now your team is going to be playing. And like they already had like the Olympic break kind of slotted in there, right? So there weren't any games scheduled. So it's like, okay, so you're not like, stacking that but it's still a bunch of other teams and players are going to get rest a bunch of like how many games have they missed now they're up to like six their last six games yeah well they were like they missed like 13 days they didn't play Mm -hmm. for 13 days they're going to play this five game road trip and then they're missing like 10 or something like that after so they have to shove all those games into that window in february right that's the plan essentially so you have like 10 to 14 days or something like that to put in all those games. There's going to be like back to back and then a day off and then play and then play and then off and then play off play, whatever it's going to be to like smush it all together. So the Canucks will be worse for it. Like there's no way no one looks at that and thinks like, Oh, that's an advantageous schedule for us. You know, we'll just keep the momentum going. You're like, no, you're dog tired. And then you got to try and go like for a team that wants to like be on the playoff bubble and like maybe get in it's like you are going to be run ragged to the end of the year and i hope that uh rutherford sees that's not going to be a real thing and can just snip the snip that in the butt and uh not try and do that so it's, yeah. it's weird it's a weird thing i get it 
Aquilini must be looking at it going like, we, we fired our GM, we fired our coach. We're not making the playoffs this year. Like I'm not expecting playoff revenue. So if we're not expecting playoff revenue, I want revenue. So I would rather put the team in a place where they will likely lose more games because of this, but I'll get cash than not get the cash and have the team still probably miss the playoffs. Yeah. So I get it. I would probably do the same thing if I was him, really. Yeah, it's just very. It sucks because I'd like to watch. Yeah, because I just want to watch him play. Because especially we were like eight zero and one. We were doing like mm-hmm. we were, it was just roll. it was fun to be a Canucks fan, and then this like stupid pause comes, and it's just like mm-hmm. this uh, is much less fun. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just annoying. But that's all about um, as much Canucks news as we have. Yeah, but not a lot going on there. Yeah, I mean, no trade Halak, yet. Halak might be traded because... Might be traded. Don't want to pay him that cash next year. 1.25. Yeah. believe it's, what, two more starts or two more wins? Two starts. Two starts, and we lose 1.25 off the cap next year. So... Yep. That's a bummer. If we can... Hey, Edmonton, give us a fifth-round yeah, pick. Right. <laughs> Edmonton, give us... probably get a third-round pick for him. Yeah, give us the third-round pick, and... We'll uh we'll take whichever one of your shitty goalies the other way. Yeah. Koskinen. Free agent this year. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't want anything on the on the on the books. We'll give uh we'll take Mike Smith's LTIR rights yeah. <laughs> and just keep him on there forever. Like <laughs> that 80-year-old goaltender. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably Halak makes more moves. We'll see. We'll see. A new GM. Hopefully soon, you know, a young hey, GM. Roberto Luongo is in the building, or no, he laid down in Florida. Yeah. Just take him Saw home that. with us. Take him home Coming with back us. Back here, I could never <laughs> see that happening, but I love it. Hey, just like hop on the plane with us and like stay in Vancouver. Yeah, come home, Bob. Yeah, leave sunny, beautiful Florida where you guys are the top team in the league, and join yeah. the Vancouver Canucks. Join where the you get team in the league. Where you get yelled at for every move you make. <laughs> yeah. Where you can do all wrong. Yeah. Jim Benning, when he got hired, he was in great shape and he left. He was a boulder. He Yeah. <laughs> a shadow of himself. Yeah, he was a big human being and just yeah. so stressed. It did not do him kind. No, it did not at all. But still, come play for no Fun. real no real incentive at all no prospects no prospect pool to work with and no no hey 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 they've got klimovich <laughs> and <laughs> lockwood but yeah. chet woo <laughs> woo right it'll but be great if he scores a goal it would <laughs> you know how the announcers always goes exactly woo! That that. We can do a double woo. I think yeah. you'd be like, woo, woo. Exactly. It sounds like my dog when someone's walking up the driveway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but speaking of the Canucks and other teams mm-hmm. in the league, Evander Kane's contract Evander got terminated. Kane. More like Evander Kane not. <laughs> nice. Uh. But... Yeah, Evander Kane's contract got terminated by the San Jose Sharks. And the NHLPA filed grievance. Uh-huh. I'm assuming like, just... You can't just 
terminate his contract. And they're like, we've got grounds. He lied about vaccinations. <laughs> exactly. He didn't show up to a place on time. And when he did, he lied about his vaccination status. And he has all his legal stuff going on right yeah. now. So he's just a barn burner right now. But file grievance. Apparently, a lot of teams are interested. Right, which is kind of wild. But apparently, the Canucks aren't. But the Evander Kane's agent called Vancouver. Like, hey, to my guy try. wants to come home. Yeah. So I hope Rutherford kind of like. What are your thoughts on the whole situation? Like, what if tomorrow we read, uh, Canucks signed Evander Kane to a one-year, one-point-five million-dollar deal for the rest hey, of the 2021-22 season? If that was the case, wouldn't hate it. He's like a 60 to 70 point guy, yeah. right? He'll He's a very, into, very good player. Very good. He slides into a team top six. He plays a playoff style of game, which is ideal. He's fast. He's strong. He hits. He scores. He's a great, great hockey player. Yeah. He is a terrible guy. Yep. Bad <laughs> so person. If the Canucks sign him to a one-year deal, and it's like he wants to come home. You're like, great, yeah, here, here's a million dollars for the rest of the year, and you play here. And then the trade deadline comes, and the Canucks look at their team, and they go like, we're not getting in. You turn around and you flip Evander Kane for whatever you can get for him at the deadline, and you go hey, like, Tam- hey, hey, Tampa, you, hey, Florida, give right? us. If when he's here, he's good in the room and all that sort of stuff, you're like, cool. You still trade him at the deadline. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, you're a free agent in July. I'm like, we'll see if we can make something work if you want to come back. We have no cap, so it probably wouldn't work. <laughs> but uh, on a one-year small deal, yeah, why not? What do, what, what do they have to lose for what? it's it, By the time he signs anywhere, it's mid-January. So what, February, like a month and a half of him being on your team because you probably trade him at the deadline. Yeah. Yeah, signing him to the end of the season wouldn't hurt because what if for some reason we do push and we crack the playoffs, make it as like the first exactly. wild card? This at least we walk into your top six. Yeah, at least we have a guy who has the grit to like kind of stand up to a playoff style hockey. And yeah, him and like, JT I'm, Miller. Yeah, exactly. And him playing with a Pedersen or a Horvat and Hoglander. Something mm-hmm. like that, it could be really effective. What and a we great can, top six the Canucks can have. And we could finally Patterson, get Bether, Horvat, Miller. To finally and, get Tanner Pearson out of there. Yeah. And he can and, play on the third. And line. if we get in the playoffs too, we can avoid using Pearson as our fourth shooter in the shootout, oh, which is God. something I don't know why we do. But yeah, it's it wouldn't be terrible. If we sign him to like two years, season I after, I can't see anyone. I don't. I can't see any team signing him to a multi-year deal right now. No. It'd be wild, right? Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to. But like I'm just, someone will snatch him up. A playoff team with like an established core and a good like leadership room. Yeah. Like if he went to Pittsburgh, where it's like Sidney Crosby is the captain. It's like yeah. you're not gonna fuck around and be like he'll put you in your place or like Ovechkin. Like you look at like guys with like established veteran leadership or Tampa with like headman and stand like guys that have been around respected that it's just like you're not fucking around here. So a team like that, I could see Boston. He's yeah. such a Boston type guy. Yeah. Like the way he plays the game. A team I I I don't know. I would say I want to say it's like a 50-50 chance that either 
a team signs him to a one-year deal or he signs in the K. One of yeah. those will happen and it, there won't be any other options. It's like a one year or it's the K. Yeah. It's like, hey, Vander, here's three years for $5 million a year. Come over 70 to 70 million rupees or whatever. Yeah, come, come over to Russia for... Uh, yeah, play for Putin's team. <laughs> he'll just give him... A, he'll give you his credit card and you can go to all the casinos you want. Yeah, whatever you do in Russia. Ride a bear? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Pet a bear. Shoot a nuke at something? <laughs> Blow up a submarine? Do whatever yeah. you want. Uh, where do you think he signs? <sighs> okay, I would put... If he signs somewhere, if the Canucks aren't interested, which I doubt they are. I don't think they um, are. So a contending team that looks like they've got a shot and could maybe use a shot in the arm for some reason pittsburgh jumps to top of my brain or pittsburgh uh, pittsburgh or boston are the Pitts- two that i kind of think of pittsburgh, pittsburgh or pittsburgh, or pittsburgh. <laughs> have you ever thought about pittsburgh or like the rangers Ooh, the rangers reeves and kane right look at that oh. who says there's no diversity in hockey <laughs> exactly but they're like they're a team that like they're playing pretty well they're second in their division you bring a guy like that in solidifies your top six top nine washington so, yeah Ooh, yeah, st washington. louis yeah maybe it depends like if anyone on any of those teams hates patrick patrick kane evander kane enough that they're like no i don't let's want start, it here. let's just name every single team in the league so that we yeah. get it right ottawa <laughs> <laughs> maybe the arizona coyotes oh god nah. yeah That's i think so uh pittsburgh boston rangers those are my those are my three those are my guesses i'll uh I'll, see I'll, if i'm right i'll give you three here colorado mm-hmm Washington. Love it. Or I'll go Boston too. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Double Bothies, Pittsburgh Rangers. Washington and Abs Colorado. and Caps. Yeah. Here we go. We'll see. He's going to the wild. <laughs> yeah. Confirmed. That could also be a Damn. sneaky team too. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. They're kind of rolling right now. They're trying but, to win. Yeah, that's uh, that's about it for NHL right now. We're Not gonna a lot go. Going on. We're gonna go into the NFL. And bum, 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 my bum, goodness bum, bum, gracious, bum, bum. what were your thoughts on this past week? If you just had to kind of summarize it in Corey's words, what was Corey's well. mind going through when he was watching Week 18? See, it's funny, like. Part of my brain was just glazed over, right? Fantasy football, done for the year. Unless you play in a weird league that goes into the last week. In which so case, dumb. You're doing it wrong. Uh, the Packers already clinched the number one seed in, in the NFC. They got a bye week all locked up. Yeah. So there was no, like, excitement for me going into it. I was like, hey, I already, I already know what my team's going to do. Who cares? Win or lose, does not matter. But there was some tight, tight races still to be decided. It was fun to watch. You had Pittsburgh and you had Baltimore throwing down 
playing mediocre football to see who might have a chance to get into the playoffs. <laughs> that was fun. You know, you had a lot of seeding still going on. Yeah. Right? So it was great. And we had probably what might be the one of the best Monday or oh Sunday my. night football games of all time. Yeah. To close out the regular season and what was just absolutely wild to, to finish it. I think it was great. It was a great, great week. That was unbelievable. Let's uh we'll talk about um we'll leave the Raiders Chargers for the last game because I have four okay. games here that I wanted to spotlight. And Ride I have all I have all of them in front of me. Uh-huh. But I want to talk about mainly three. One of them okay. is just because you're Packers. And this was basically a Jordan Love. What do you got for us? Are, are you the guy? Can you take over Aaron Rodgers if he does, in fact, go? Yeah. Well, what was it? Obviously, Detroit beat them, but this mm-hmm. game didn't impact you guys whatsoever. He had the number one seed in the NFC locked up. No one get hurt, blah, 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 blah. Let's just finish this game and go into the playoffs. Yep. What are your thoughts on Jordan Love? You know, I don't think that there's enough to get concerned about at all yet. I think that, like, they showed – I saw some figure. I can't remember what, like, the stats were, but it was, like, Rodgers' first X amount of, like, passes and, like, Jordan Love's, and it was, like, Rodgers was a little bit worse (laughs) – it's yeah. the guy's second year in the league. He barely gets in any time. This was like one of the only like meaningful times he's been able to play. And, you know, he looked okay. He's like nothing fundamentally that I looked at and was like, oh, this guy's going to be bad. Yeah. But, you know, there was a couple plays where it could have like a guy dropped the ball in the end zone. And then there was like a tip that like ended up being a pick. And you're like, well, that's not really his fault. I don't know. It, I didn't leave yesterday's game any more confident or any less confident. It was sort of just like a, well, we'll see what happens in the off season. Gotcha. I do not know what, like, I have no idea what the Packers have in him. still. yeah, fair enough. Cause it also depends on what's happening with Devonte Adams. Are we going to tag him? Is he, is he going to go? Uh, I can't see him tagging him. It just seems like such a non-Packers thing to do. Yeah. Like, cause you're going to tag him and it's going to be big money to tag him for one year. It's like, what are you going to keep tagging the guy? Like, (laughs) I don't know. It's just like, it's a bad look. It's a bad look for an organization when one, when you tag a guy and then two, if you tag him multiple years in a row, it just makes you look like a shit place that no one's going to come, going to want to come play. I get tagging him because if, but no, it depends if they're, Really, it just depends on Rodgers. What <laughs> you know? What's he gonna do? That's Everyone's like, oh, well, he seems so happy now, and like everything seems like it's going great. It's like, yeah, maybe he was given assurances by management. Like, yeah, look, like we'll trade you in the off season. Like, yeah. come back, play, and he's just out there having fun, and he's gonna leave. Maybe he had a change of heart. I have no idea. I have no idea what to expect. So I'm very just zen. I'm in the moment. I'm here yeah. now. I have one week where I don't care about football. And then uh, I'm back to caring for it in two weeks when my team plays again because we got that sweet, sweet bye. We have probably all of our players coming back. We might roll into our first playoff game as the healthiest team in the league. Which is perfect. Which is wild. We have an all-pro corner coming back. We have all-pro uh, O-lineman coming back. You got Zadarius Smith, who was a pro bowler. Watch out. 
Is Bakhtiari back? He played last. He played this week. He oh, he did. In, he he was on uh, snap count, mm. but uh, he pancaked the guy on like his third play. He's looked. He didn't look like he's missed a beat. That's perfect. We also might have two other offensive linemen coming back that were starters for us at the beginning of the year who've been hurt. That's amazing. Yeah, Jair, one of the best corners in the league. What he's was likely, he? He's likely what was to be he hurt back. with all year? I can't remember what it is off the top of my head right now. But um, he should be back. I want to say it was his shoulder, but I could be just making that up. <laughs> I was picking a body part. His ass. <laughs> he hurt his ass. And but neck, no, but he's expected. neck injury. Yeah, neck and back, pussy and crack. <laughs> he's uh, he's expected to be back uh, in two weeks, which is great. So Darius is the one where it's like uh, he yeah. had a back injury. They're unsure. He's been like activated from the IR. So the team has 21 days to like put him in the lineup. So they're going to see if he can practice this week and how he looks. And then leading into next week, next week's practice to yeah. see how, how that might flow for him. But hey, all good in the hood. I think uh, they got a real good chance this year. Real, real good. And then do you think they can win the NFC championship game? <laughs> the curse. <laughs> The curse of my team. Yeah, no, I think they can. I think that, uh, okay, if you're looking at the other teams in the NFC playoffs, right? You got the Bucks are the two seed. They don't look as good as they did last year. Their secondary is trash. Um, yep. You can't really run on them, but whatever. Uh, on offense, they don't have Antonio Brown anymore. Chris Godwin might come back. I don't know when he's going to be back or if whatever, but he's not 100%. Mike yep. Evans is like shaky health. Gronk's been shaky health. So it's like they don't have all the weapons they had. Fournette's out. <laughs> so it's like they look way more beatable this year than they did going into the playoffs last year. You've got the Rams. I don't know. Sometimes I, they're good. Sometimes they're bad. I, I don't know. They have a lot of talent. but I answered because I put on my uh, podcast page, West Side Heavy Instagram story. Mm-hmm. I was like sending some Q and A's and I'll like answer some of them. And Hayden um, sent in one and he's like, 49ers lose, Saints win. Do my Saints get in? And I was like, now I do think the Rams will win, but they are a team that you cannot predict. They are exactly a very weird team. Whereas like they will lose the games. That they should. And mind you, San Francisco is no pushover. They're not like a, I don't even know what team, like a Colts, where it's like on paper you should beat them, but like they might yeah. be a bit, they might show up randomly. They got talent this, on both sides yeah. of the ball. And so I was like, I do think they will win, but it depends what Rams I'm getting on Sunday. Like it, it mm-hmm. strictly depends on that. But I thought that the Saints were going to win no matter what. And lo and behold, Rams are up 17-0 they lose in overtime. It's like, yeah, right. this is, so this is what Rams I was talking up. about. So it's like, yeah. what, are you worried about them? No. Are you worried about the they, Cowboys? Not, like, worried. Like, yeah. the Packers, to me, look like they're the best team in the NFC right now. I Best team, arguably, in the league. Probably, yeah. I would, I would say right now they look like they're the best. I would not want to go into Lambeau. Rodgers no. is playing on a tear. He's crushing it. Devonte Adams looks great. The running game with Jones and Dylan looks awesome. Yeah. Right, you get all if the you get those 
two guys on defense coming back. You get a, some more of your O line healthier. Yeah, know. I'm no. in a, I'm in a good place. I'm in a good no. place right now. They look scary for sure. But there's three other games I want to talk about. Pat's Dolphins. Also, real oh, quick, go for it. Great for the Lions. Look at them, yeah. scrappy little, those scrappy little Cubs. Getting Get the there. second Get the overall w. pick. Second, second overall pick. All they had to do was lose, and they'd have the number one. But Dan Campbell, I like Dan Campbell. I, I they love hate the Lions because they suck But he's great. He's a great coach. They're a fun team. Amon Ross, Saint, <laughs> the Sun God. Yeah, uh, he's legit. You know, so I just wanted to say that real quick. Fun for the Lions. Great for them. Yeah, trick plays. They're such a fun team to watch. Yeah, well, that one trick play was perfect. Yeah, our uh, defense looked terrible. And all their <laughs> trick plays. <laughs> they got to figure that out. Hope nobody pulls that on them in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. But now nah, they'll be fine. But right, uh, what's your next game? Pats Dolphins. Pats Dolphins. Patriots <laughs> looked terrible. And mind you, we had playoffs locked up already. Mm-hmm. But I wanted our best shot to win the division. Yeah, we needed to win no matter. Proceeding. We needed to win to and at least give ourselves lose. a chance. And Bills losing to the Jets is a lot to ask for. But we played so bad. And I don't know if you watched the game. Not really. But there were some calls that extended Miami's drive that mm-hmm. gave him points. Mm-hmm. And we lost by like three points, I believe. Or like uh, they, you lost they, by nine points. Yeah, but they got a touchdown when we were trying to do like these laterals and stuff to try and extend the play. Oh, trying at the to, end of the game, yeah. yeah. Trying to do the laterals on your own five yard line by your end zone isn't gonna you better get it literally you can't go you can only go f- so far back. You lobbed it so poorly. I saw that play. Yeah, it was just like it was gonna happen. It's whatever. I saw it and I was like, huh. I mean, it doesn't we're gonna lose yeah. anyway. Well, I didn't believe in it. Yeah, but there was one where uh, it was a fake punt, and the punter was going running for it, and he slid at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't getting it. It was a turnover yeah. on downs. Mm-hmm. Matt Bolden like bent over. Mm-hmm. Didn't like target him, didn't jump into him, just bent over when he was sliding. The shoulder into him a little. They grazed shoulder pads. Yeah. And Dude, Matt it's Bo- the act of bending over and, and making contact. Why'd he do it? And he got uh, unnecessary roughness. Yeah. It was one of the softest calls I've ever seen in my life because it was bang, bang. What's unfortunate about it is it's like soft, yes, especially when you look at like a slow motion replay, but real time. The refs see a guy start to slide, and you're like, the second a guy's legs kind of go out, you're like, he's sliding, and you see someone bend at all. And if he makes any contact, yeah. you're like, yeah, throw that flag, baby. You know better. You also, know better. It wasn't like a bang bang where it's like, oh, a defenseless receiver got hit or something where it's like, this is football. This is like, you saw a guy start to slide, you bent down, you made any contact, you dumb dumb. It's like when a guy taps a quarterback's helmet, and you're like, that shouldn't be a penalty. We're like, hey, you touched the quarterback up high, dummy. You know better. Don't do it. You're going to get 15 yards. I have no sympathies. No sympathies. Unless it happens to the Packers. Then all sympathies. Fair enough. Then how could this happen to me? Fair enough. There was also one, though. There's a pass interference call. And I think Mills played this perfect. He's one arm, like, against the chest of the receiver. 
not like tying any arms up. He wasn't holding a jersey, wasn't doing just anything. Feeling that he's there. He's just feeling that he was there, looking up, put his arms up. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when a DB is touching receiver, I totally understand this. They're going to like be flamboyant, kind of like LeBron driving to the hoop. As soon yeah, as he gets trying hit, to get that call, just, baby. Yeah. It was like he, Mills is doing everything correct. And then they called a pass interference and then gave a. Miami, I think. Yeah, I think we held them to a field goal, but they may have got a touchdown out of it. Yeah. And it was it was chain it was game changing because uh it was just like that was on third down, it would have been fourth down, would have held them to a field goal, I would assume. Because they're on the imagine twenty five. How good the Dolphins will be if they have a good quarterback. Two is weird. He's like he's like this. He's like a Kirk Cousins. Fine. It's like he's worse. Kirk, I would rather have Kirk Cousins. No, I mean, maybe to but, a like I'm, gets better. I'm saying Kirk's never going to be the guy to like go on a like carry your team to a Super Bowl, and two is not. You're gonna not be building that around him. Yeah. yeah. So like, you might be able to win with him, but you would rather not. Like they each show flashes, but then then they show yeah. like what they can. They average what, out what you're like, risking. Ah. Yeah, so like Tua, the first drive, Tua looked great, and then there mm-hmm. was some where it's like Tua didn't look like anything special. Like he didn't look that's like the second tank year, for so Tua. Who knows? You know, we'll give him a yeah. You know, you probably like that's the thing where you're like, if you're Miami, you're like, do we give this guy like a whole another year as the starter, or yeah. do you look at your team and you're like, man, if we get like a a little upgrade at running back because your running backs aren't great. I know, I know, Duke Johnson came out of nowhere with 117 yards, but that's not happening every week. No, the uh, run game is bad. Right. But you got Waddle. You got Gasicki. You got Parker. You're like, you got weapons. Your defense yeah. is good. I don't know. Mac Jones also just looked okay. I was like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he didn't here, look great. Here's a rookie quarterback. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look special. You guys plan on running the ball a lot. I mean, we have Stevenson and Damian Harris, so I believe yeah. in our running game. Yeah, solid. Yeah, very good. We'll see. But... Uh, this is just a game I didn't have, like, I didn't really care about, but also it was like, I always hate these last week games against the Dolphins because we never win them mm-hmm. for some reason. Dolphins, eight and one to end the year. Yeah. And they start off one and seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely mad, too. The first just team nuts. in NFL history to go on a seven game losing streak and then a seven game winning streak. Yeah. It's like, wow, all right. Okay. Go cool. Finn. Sick. What a team to be a fan of. <laughs> yes, no kidding. But uh, next game, Colts-Jags. <laughs> Hilarious. Just like from the out, from the jump, you like the Colts weren't going to win that game. <laughs> oh, my God. They took on so much money in that Wentz deal, and they gave the Eagles a first, and he was just bad. He what he was like 50% on his throws, only one touchdown against the Jags. It's like, what is happening? Uh it's Lawrence un- had a pretty good game. See how he does next year. But man, 26 to 11 on a game, all you had to do was beat the worst team in the NFL. That's all you had to do. Beat the worst team in the NFL, and you were in the playoffs. Couldn't do it. It's so embarrassing. It's it's so funny. Like Cause How do you Col- look yourself in the mirror? Yeah, because 
Colts were one of those teams where it's like you didn't want to go up against them because Jonathan Taylor is such like a this guy can wreck a game at any moment. Like he can he's such a big time player, except this week. I mean, yeah. had, well, that's the thing. Like he had a good game. Yeah. Like they just he only had 15 carries. Yeah, it's just what what happened? What happened? And yeah, couldn't have been a better week 18 game for the Jags. So fun. we we upset our rivals, forced them to miss the playoffs, and we get the first overall pick. Right? The the Lions also win, so it doesn't matter. We still get the pick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because this is like that's the best you could hope for. Yeah, we ended the year off on a high. We gave yeah. the fans something to cheer about for once, even cheer and laugh about. Because I guarantee yeah. you, there's some Jag fans who are just yeah, laughing. You stopped up. your divisional rival yeah. from going to the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> and he gets first overall pick. They're just laughing. They're like, "What just happened? Like this shouldn't. We should not be celebrating this win right now." But. Money. I, it was one of the funniest scenarios ever. All they had to do was win. Had to do, just win. Just win. Just doesn't win, matter uh, if any other team wins. No, nope. in your own hands. And they lost, and they missed. It was crazy. Right. I saw this one TikTok, and it was like a Colts fan about how we upset these teams, and then listed them off. He's like, "We uh, took care of business against these. We choked these games." And then we just had to win one game against the worst team in the league, and we missed the playoffs. And I was like, "That's a tough one to swallow. It's a tough pill, tough pill to swallow." But laugh out loud, funny. Oh, (laughs) a game that wasn't laugh out loud funny. Raiders Chargers. So Patriot. So uh, Steelers had to beat the Ravens to give themselves a shot at making the playoffs. They win yes. in overtime, 16 to 14. Mm-hmm. Now, the only way they miss the playoffs is if the Chargers and Raiders tie. <laughs> Either one wins, Steelers are in, the loser's out. Yep, but if they tie, Raiders and Chargers both get in. So this game kind of started back and forth. Like, kind of yeah. slow out the gate. There was like 10 10 3. Yeah, and so yeah, it, was like, yeah. it was like it was like five, three to five point like swings. The engines were revving way. up. Yeah, and then as the game got going, a big touchdown was scored. The boys Chargers are down seven with about just over a minute and a half left. Just over mm-hmm. nineteen plays. Justin Sherbert for eighty three yards that took up. I think it was over two minutes. It was over two minutes. It was something like they ate like the whole clock. Yeah. And they went two for two on fourth downs. How many times did you Didn't think... they get like six, six fourth down conversions in the game or it, something like that? They were six for seven on fourth downs throughout the whole game. Two yeah, for wild. two. On the last drive. drive. Regulation. They may have been quote unquote or like technically three for three, but one of them was a holding penalty. So then they yeah. got the first down. Mm-hmm. What was going through your mind watching this game or even this final drive situation? Yeah, like I didn't catch most of the game. I was doing some other stuff and then I popped open until I look at the score and I was like, oh, the Raiders are up by seven with two and a half minutes left or something. I was like, sweet, there we go. Let's go Raiders. 
and turn the game on and I'm watching it and, and just like yeah watching the Chargers just like boom 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 up the field here we go Herbert's like it's no big deal fourth down I don't care 10 yards <laughs> this guy is nuts he is gonna be so good for so long um and then yeah they get time ends and you're like oh my god we're in overtime are they gonna tie this is yeah. nuts raiders get the ball I'm like okay here we go <laughs> you go down you're like nothing you're like okay and then it's like nothing chargers get it you're like okay and then you're like oh my god there's only five minutes left in this yeah. overtime you're like they might do it they might do it they yeah. might tie because <laughs> Because first of all, I want to go back to that final drive because that catch by Guyton on yeah. the sideline mm-hmm. where he got his elbow down. Yeah, I thought he was out of bounds at first. Was such an unbelievable play by him. Like that was insane. What a catch. And the fact that I don't know how much he controlled this. He probably didn't control it at all. But to get the elbow down, because neither of his feet got in, Mm -hmm. to get the elbow down, maintain control of the ball, and get out of bounds to stop the clock, holy shit. I thought once the Chargers scored at the end of the game, I thought, that's it. Raiders are going to lose. Like, I just, like, classic Raiders. You had the lead. You just had to stop these guys in the last minute of the game from scoring a touchdown, and you couldn't do it. Kind of like, like Falcons in the Super Bowl, where it's like exactly like, as soon as the Patriots got the ball back, it's like oh, game over. Need yeah. to make a stop, dummies. You couldn't do yeah. it. But man, then yeah, overtime hits, and it's just like a few minutes left. Raiders get it. They're driving, and I'm like, it gets down. You're in the last minute. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, and they're not in field goal range. You're like, yeah. they're gonna tie. <laughs> and then Brandon Staley ruins it. Calls a timeout. What and, are you, you know, doing? Conflicting reports out there. Some people are like, the Raiders were, weren't going to kneel no matter what. He called a timeout to get a better defensive formation, blah, 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 blah. But I like to choose to believe that the Raiders well, were going to let that play clock run to zero, and then they were going to take a penalty because it doesn't matter, and then they were going to take a knee on third down, run out the clock. That would be it. That's well, what I like to choose to believe. Did you see then it, there was Eckler, a right, yeah, and like, like asking them, were you, were you gonna, gonna kneel? kneel? And the guy like, like yeah. shook his head. He's like, damn, <laughs> damn it. it, yeah, right. Like, I genuinely thought I was like, this could happen. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, they're running the ball. I know they're trying to take make it look like take the clock down, but there's no blood. If you guys just run the clock out, you guys are both in. Yeah. I understand well, that. That's it, why I, was, I understand I the rival part. Like you mm-hmm. want to beat your rivals, but like I don't think you guys got to worry about each other. Yeah, at least for the first round, and they wouldn't just have to play each other until like the championship AFC game. Championship game. Yeah, and it's like even when they went for the kick, the field goal, I was like, I would, I would just take, I would be like, fuck it, take a knee, and then just like take the tie. Why risk it if that kick gets blocked? Yeah, and the team like low odds, right? But it was low odds to tie. Yeah, it was wild. I couldn't believe did, it. Did you see? There was about like twenty-seven seconds left, and it, the clock was going down, and everyone was mm-hmm. like, "Holy shit! Like a tie could actually happen." Mm-hmm. And there's this one Steeler fan that the camera pans to, and he's like, 
he's like stressing out he's sweating he's like he's he's throwing his hat he's like stressed that they're gonna just run the clock out mm-hmm. he's like you could he's they're censoring some of the words that he's saying like you could just you could tell yeah. that he's stressed and he's almost mad he's pissed he's like you gotta be kidding me like don't run the clock out like please what are the odds of a tie happening and we were three seconds away from that happening you know what was even dumber was that it's like you blame staley for calling that timeout but it's like if you're the chargers on that third down you knew damn well that they were going to run that ball there was not a chance in the world that the raiders were going to throw there right because you're trying to kill as much time as you can if you get into field goal range great but if you don't you're killing time, so it's a tie, so you get in the playoffs. So it's like everybody and their mother knew they were going to run the ball. Yeah. And you let him get 10 yards? You let him get into the I know. Stack the How box. You, right? Like everybody in and be like, yeah, here we go. Don't even cover the receivers. Put one guy on each and be like, they're not going to throw it. Everybody else in the box. Stuff all the gaps. But it was just like, nope, here's a hole, 10 yards. It's just like, look, why were your linebackers that far back? Why weren't they stuck yeah. right over the line? I don't know. I they were they were in like disturbing. pistol formation too. There was like I don't even know if there was one wide receiver out wide. Like I don't re- recall seeing. Maybe there's Zay I don't Jones. Think they were out wide, but like out. Like yeah, maybe there like Zay the Zay Jones was in the slot. Maybe Hunter Renfro at the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was it. But like even if you just look at that formation, oh, there's a fullback and Josh Jacobs in the backfield. I have Probably a feeling I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> But, so dumb. But yeah, hey, all's well that ends well. Yeah. Raiders get in for the first time in six years. John's happy as a clam. Yeah. So there you go. Love it. You love to see it. ESPN needs to make a 30 for 30 about this team. Yeah. It needs <laughs> yeah. to happen. John Gruden gone. Henry uh, Ruggs, all Henry the arrests. Kill the lady. No, that needs to happen, like, most definitely. Especially, could you imagine if like they go all the way and win win the Super Bowl? Then for sure, a team 100%. of destiny. Yeah, thousand percent. All right, let's uh, move it on. What do we got next? Yeah. What do we got? There's some uh, just some news here. Some coach firings. Um, Matt Nagy. Good. That was well, that was going to happen. Bad. That's bad for me. Very He's bad. Terrible. For you. He's yeah. a terrible coach. Yeah. So maybe the Bears screw up and pick another bad coach. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was gonna happen. Uh Ryan Pace yeah. is also fired. He was like, oh, GF for even worse for yep. me. Mike Zimmer. He's gone. Not a bad coach. Uh, but he always made sure the Vikings were like classic underachievers. Yeah. Which is great for me. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know who I think I don't think he's gonna be at like Nagy. I don't know what he's I don't know what job he gets next year. Zimmer, yeah. I don't think he's gonna be a head coach, but I definitely see him getting like a D. D coordinator position DC, at least someone? or something yeah. like that. I could see that. So, so yeah, and then the head scratcher, Brian Flores. What? If you were gonna fire Brian Flores, why wouldn't you fire the guy after a seven-game losing streak? But instead, he takes your team eight and one to finish the year, and you let the guy go. Was he the reason that the Dolphin like was he holding your team back? Like I think he coached that defense pretty good. I it's not I was so surprised. I was so surprised when took last year's team to 10 wins. Yeah. This year, after a seven-game losing streak, they go on a seven-game winning streak, finish year 8-1, yeah. like you just said. He has 18 wins in the past two years. And mm-hmm. 
He's gassed. Yeah. Like what, what did you think you were going to win the Super Bowl this year? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I was very shocked when I saw that he was fired. We'll see. I don't know if like, we'll see if he gets a head coaching job. We all know that uh, black head coaches in the NFL uh, don't get uh, a ton of chances all the time because, you know, yeah. a bunch of old white dudes. But uh, I think he, he should at least get a DC job. Minimum. So we'll see. At minimum. Yeah. I hope he gets another, another shot. Cause yeah, he was good. I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. He I'm was very room, good, but doesn't make any sense to me. Dolphins should have fired their GM. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Dave Gettleman retired. Joe judge Re- is retired. Yeah. He's, it was definitely like, Hey, just a polite retire. way of getting fired. Yeah. Just retire so that we don't have to fire you. Yeah. I can't believe uh, Joe judge wasn't fired today. Yep. Same here. You, I, you assume he's going to be once they bring in a new GM, right? Yeah, he has to. He has to like, be gone. There's no way that team can bring him back. He ran a QB sneak on his four-yard line at third nine. <laughs> wild. Wild. <laughs> so God, funny. that team We're is so line. funny. That team is so funny in such a bad way. Yeah. But good for I, us because we get entertainment. Caught, someone caught one of the receivers caught a touchdown, and it was like this is the first – like time a wide receiver has scored a receiving touchdown like all year or something. You're like, what is happening? Yeah, they so Kenny Kade- Galladay made all that money. Kadarius <laughs> Tony first round pick. Kenny Fairly Galladay seventy two million dollars. No touchdowns. No touchdowns between the both of them, and they ran a QB sneak on their four yard line yeah. on third and nine. Yeah, and gained Daniel like Jones. Ha- gained is half a good? yard. I don't know. Heard He's a not- lot. Daniel tell. Jones isn't a starting quarterback in this league. Right? He's and it's like backup. your your O-line's terrible. Saquon Barkley all banged up all the time because he always gets hit, can't get healthy. But hey, Giants fans are saying they're getting Russell Wilson, so it's going to be okay. Hey, if he goes there, then yeah, sure. Russell has played with terrible O-lines his whole career. <laughs> Why not again? He's just played well there. Just yeah. in a more expensive city. That's right. But Watch Russ cook. Yeah. There's uh Pete Carroll is he's not worried about his job. Yeah, which, I don't know. They looked a little better than the year. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do there. If you, yeah. I think if you move on from Russell Wilson, I would also move on from Pete Carroll. Just fresh, fresh start. start. Yeah, I agree. Brady is the oldest player to throw for five thousand yards. Uh, let me just say this because uh, I don't want to get into this every single time the guy does something now because he's still playing at a high level. He's going to be the oldest guy to do everything. No, yeah, 100%. And it's like, oh, he's the oldest man to do this. It's like, yeah, great, great. He threw the ball a million times this year. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Like, he did have the most attempts by a large margin, so you kind of hope he'd get to 5,000 yards. But I was just – there's Still good. But the fact that he's playing this well at, at his age is wild. It's unbelievable. Good for the goat. Jalen Waddle sets the Watch record for for uh, rookie receptions mm-hmm. all time. He had like a hundred and five or something like that. He had a hundred real deal. He had a hundred. He had a hundred and two three minutes into the game. So I'm assuming he got more. I didn't track <laughs> it though. Yeah. And then TJ Watt ties a sack record, twenty two and a half. And holy shit, where people going off on Twitter doesn't count 17 game season, but then there's some people you only play 15. I get both without the extra game, he wouldn't have tied it, 
But if you go on sacks per game, it's just as impressive as Strahan. So there's yeah. two are like there's I understand he wouldn't have tied it without the extra game. I get mm. that. But, but if, if you look at games played, if you're averaging it out, it's yeah. Did Strahan miss a game <laughs> that season? I don't know. Yeah, if he didn't, know. so that's what that's but that's what I mean. Like if he played 16 games, you're like, well, Watt only played 15. So you're like, yeah, it's fine. I don't people who like to just no. like to complain. Yeah. But like baby bitches, are they going to complain every year from now on that any time a record gets broken, kind of like ten years from now? Yeah. Like, well, oh no! Like, what? Shut up! Shut yeah. up and enjoy your life. Exactly. But Fucking nerds. Twenty-one and a half sacks is still so very many. good. <laughs> oh, still yeah, very right? good. <laughs> He's like, what are they feeding those kids? It's down unbelievable. The house? It's like, so it's fucked up. Yeah. I wish that JJ Watt wasn't like he's not a shell of himself now but like the injuries just caught up with him he's just not like i wish he was still like the jj of a couple years ago and they could play together yeah just you'd be like i'd have a shirt with each of them and it would just say watch out but like w-a-t-t-c-h you're good at this game thank you that's all all i'm good at (laughs) wordplay (laughs) award predictions Oh, I got them. I got them for you. So, told you to kind of pick out two. Uh-huh. Um, kind of who you think is favorite to win or who you think is going to win. Mm-hmm. On another mm-hmm. guy who you kind of like to see some consideration towards. But we'll start at Comeback Player of the Year. Who do you think is going to win that? Oh, I'll be honest with you. I thought COI meant Coach of the Year. Uh, it uh, did. I added it after I sent you the picture. Fair. Uh, comeback in that case, uh, I would say it's between two guys. It's between Dak and Burrow, probably for me. I, um, I think it's between two guys. I just have a different guy than you. Ooh, are one of the guys the same guy? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Dak. I think it's close. I, I can go either way with those guys. I'm just yeah, Dak probably comeback of the year. He's looked pretty great. I think. Burrow mm-hmm. wins, and then mm-hmm. another guy in consideration, Bosa. Oh yeah, came back fifteen and a half sacks, four forced fumbles. Not twenty two, you know, not that good. Very true. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> but Dak just like fell off for like a few, but also he had the most traumatic injury that he came back from. So that's exactly that's why I look. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go Dak. So I can I can totally see Dak winning too. Yeah, any of those guys, I think, yeah. is fine. Coach of the year. Coach of the year. I went with Mike Vrabel. Me too. I look at the, I look at the Titans, you know? You lose yeah. Derrick Henry. on He's on, like, a record-setting pace. You're like, fuck. Then Julio's banged up all year. You lose A.J. Brown for a while. You're like, our offense is nothing. Everyone said, still, everyone was like, will the Titans make the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, like, and they win. they like, number one seed, first round bye. I think yeah. that's nuts. If I was going to go a second, I was going to say uh, Lafleur, because thirteen and three again, you're the best team in the league. So many key injuries for the Packers this year. Like mm-hmm. your offensive line, you're playing like the backups backup <laughs> in like so many positions. Um, so yeah, those were my two picks. Um, so I have Vrabel too, and then mm-hmm. my other two, uh, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Another solid defensive year from Bill. Yeah, ten and seven record with a quarterback that a lot of people doubted, and yeah, the nobody. Off- the offense isn't very 
flashy. <laughs> no, it is very boring. Like, honestly, if you weren't a Patriots fan, would you ever want to watch those games? Probably not. Right? Like, of, think of all the playoff matchups. You're like, objectively looking at the games, you're like, I don't want to watch the Pats. Yeah. <laughs> but I also like watching rookie quarterbacks just to see how they play. So maybe I'd watch it just for like Mac Jones. But sure. then I'd see it's like, oh, he's throwing it five times this half. Maybe I'll just watch a different game. Yeah, but, I'm going to go watch the Bengals. Yeah. I'm going to watch Joe Burrow air it out to three awesome receivers. Yeah, but my other one, Sean Payton. Yeah, they, because they didn't make the playoffs, I guess. I don't know. Like, they didn't make the playoffs, but the fact that they were in consideration and they were missing like 99% of their starters, basically. And they well, still especially on offense, right? You lose Jameis, and you're like, uh oh. But then you got Taysom Hill. Uh, you got no Michael Thomas, but it's like you still had Alvin Kamara. Your defense was still really good this year. Yeah. I, I, I could put him in like the top he's, five for it, yeah. but I wouldn't. Man. He, I he's, not, he's not gonna win it, but it's, I mean, like you talk about um, Green Bay missing a lot of key players. Like Saints still missed a lot of their starters, mm-hmm. and like they, the even being the conversation was like. A huge yeah. thing, but Difference I think, I think, are 13 and three, I think to win coach of the year, you got to make the playoffs is a huge factor. Definitely. You'll never win that if you don't. Yeah. Defensive rookie of the year. I think this is unanimous going to slam Michael, dunk. It's Michael yeah. Parsons, right? Going to Parsons. Yeah. I had a sleeper pick of certain the second, but I don't really think it's going to matter. 13 sacks, three, four stumbles. What do you, <laughs> there's nobody else that's going to be. He might win it's defensive player of the year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Fuck. Offensive rookie of the year. Okay. I went with Jamar Chase. Me too. Um, he's just like, he's electric. Other rookies, you got Waddle broke the record, but I think Chase had a better year. Uh, I think Mac Jones played really well for a rookie quarterback, but I don't think he was like rookie of the year. Good. Um, sleeper pick for me, Najee Harris. Yeah. He had 1,200 yards, a terrible quarterback. He touched the ball 381 times this year. And you know what he didn't do? Fumble. Not one time did he fumble the ball. And he, stayed, and he stayed on the field. Yeah. I think. That's massive. Yeah. They have a terrible that's O-line similar. and a bad quarterback. That's and very he still had a good year. Very similar to Saquon's rookie year, and he won rookie of the year. Yeah. But I just think the receiver, I think Jamar Chase was just nuts. Especially yeah. you'll have recency bias for that game against the Chiefs at the end of the year. <laughs> Where he put up 700 yards and 32 touchdowns <laughs> or something. Bullshit. I played against him in the finals of my fantasy league. Oh, and I did love, not win. I love that for you. I oh. love that for you. Kill myself. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the year. Oh. Uh, I went uh, TJ. Yeah. For my rookies of the year, I had the same three that you said. But yeah. Chase, Jones, Waddle. I just didn't have Najee, but. Uh, defensive player of the year, I have TJ Watt as well. Also, TJ, you if you break the sack record, like because a lot of these awards are narrative based, and yeah, he has a record beside his name, or he tied the record, so it's like, hey, like if we give it to anyone, how are you gonna? Yeah, and I don't think anybody else was like, there's guys you could probably like make a case for, but I just I'm I'm going with him. Yeah, nobody else. I don't think any. I think he's gonna win it. I don't think it's gonna be close. Now, yeah, I, I agree with you. Offensive player of the year. This one can have some rumblings to it mm-hmm. on who you think deserves it, who doesn't. 
I think that offensive player of the year is never a quarterback because never, they never. always win the MVP. Yeah. So it's like offensive player is like code for like <laughs> receiver or running back. Yeah. Right. Or tight end. If someone like has a nuts year, but none of them did. Uh, I went Cooper cup. Me too. Um, almost broke a couple records. He almost got the triple crown for receivers. And that's yeah. like, or he did. It was between, it's like, it's between him and Jonathan Taylor, obviously. But I just think uh, Cooper cup. I don't know. I think he had a more special year. I think Derek Henry probably would have won it. If he didn't get hurt, though, yeah, like I had like 700 yards in six games or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like he was on pace to like break the rushing record. And you're like, all right, cool, there you go. That's yeah. awesome. How about you? Who you got? Uh, cup and my little sleeper pick is Debo. Oh, yeah, just because of his, his versatility throughout the year was, um, sounds off- like if they had like an offensive MVP. Yeah. Like not offensive player of the year, but like he means more to that team. No, 100%. I uh, totally agree with you. And MVP. I don't think this one's close. And some people are going to say it's close. It's obviously it's Rodgers or Brady. Um, some people can make the case for Burrow, but uh, I, I was talking. I was talking with Hayden after he threw for like 500 yards and like mm-hmm. multiple touchdowns. I was like, this guy can make a case, obviously, comeback player of the year. I think he mm-hmm. like he's closer to that than MVP. But I mean, yeah, if he keeps this up for like till the rest of the season, he could make a case for MVP if like they win the division like they did. Yeah. But I uh like he made a late charge for it, but I don't th- I think it was like I don't like, think it's enough to make it up. Little, yeah, too little, too late. But I, I go got Rogers as well. I look at it this way, I go. Rodgers had 37 touchdowns, four interceptions. Yeah. Wild. Like Brady threw, I think, 43 and 12 were his numbers. So it's like, hey, he threw more touchdowns, but he also like tripled the interceptions this year. He threw like, it's like, well, Brady had more yards. Brady had more touchdowns. It's like Brady threw the ball uh, 188 more times which, than Rodgers did, which is like the more five pick, games worth of throwing. Which the picks and touchdowns. Inflated. Inflated. So it's like I get the argument, but when you look at like the efficiency stats, it's like Rogers. the percentages, it's I, Rogers is one of the most efficient quarterbacks I've ever seen. Yeah. It's passer rating, interception, yeah. and touchdown percentages. Yeah. I I think he he would be a slam dunk to win it again this year. The if only reason for why is off the, the field COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it's like it wouldn't even be a conversation. Yeah. If he didn't do that. So I think he's going to win it back to back, back yeah. to back MVP. Which a lot of people. Super Bowl this year. Oh my God. Crazy. <laughs> which a lot of people were kind of doubting with like. Um, the the drama in the yeah. off season. They were and like. Came back and had a, a year for the ages. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, my little sleeper pick who could make a running is Mahomes just because of the Chiefs were kind of dead. And mm-hmm. then. They almost won the division. So you know why they almost won though? Because his little brother is always dancing TikToks <laughs> on the sideline like a stupid little asshole. Oh my god. I hate That's... that kid so much. Oh, he's so dumb. He's gonna he's gonna pull a Rogers and like this disobey his family. Probably. <laughs> the family all he had is all he has. So at least Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback to maybe 
Aaron Rodgers is maybe the most talented quarterback to ever play I, in the NFL. I think Tom Brady is the greatest. Rodgers yep. is the best. There's yep. a difference. I agree. Rodgers is the most talented. Yeah. Where it's like if you took Aaron Rodgers and you replaced Tom Brady with Aaron Rodgers in New England for all those years, like, yeah, Aaron's winning a few Super Bowls too. Yeah. Bill Belichick would have molded his team around Aaron and like his strengths. Yeah. And like you put Brady in Green Bay and you're like, Brady probably also would have won a couple Super Bowls. Yeah. But it's like, who would have more? You're like, I don't know. Yeah. One guy had the best coach ever and one guy had Mike McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, I agree. I think Tom's the GOAT. Rodgers has the most talent. Rodgers is so good. It's, he has one of my favorite throws I've ever seen, just like the quick flick yeah. of the wrist and it goes like 45 yards and i'm like, like how snap do you, turn go how, do you like, do how that? did that happen <laughs> there was one throw that they kept highlighting and he was like r- kind of like backpedaling falling to his right and he just mm-hmm. blooped one into the corner of the back of the end zone right and, in the basket <laughs> yeah i was like why is no one ever talking about this throw enough like uh, people will continuously show pat mahomes rolling out and just like throwing it up not knowing where it's going and then Tyreek is running faster than everybody yeah and Tyreek will run back 10 yards to catch it, and everyone will praise Mahomes and I was like I get it but I mean the mm-hmm. throw wasn't to the receiver the receiver came to the throw so it's like mm-hmm. a little bit different Rodgers was falling fading away mm-hmm. and threw it into like almost triple coverage because there was like two other receivers there yeah. <laughs> so any of the DBs could is it was the crazy. play I always think of for him is a couple of years ago. I can't remember who they were playing, and he rolls out to his left. So he's throwing across his body, right? And he's like running and like going this way, and like manages to like throw it perfectly down the sideline to like Toe-tap. on the line. Yeah, yeah. it's like boom. That, right I, there, and you're like, how do you make that throw? Yeah, no, that like was... I get rolling to your right and throwing it across because you're like momentum's on your side, but like going left and like trying to cock your arm back. That's like, weird. Yeah. Spread that needle. You're like, that's a irregular motion yeah it's he's crazy and yeah i think he's uh win mvp super bowl prediction here we go the big one i obviously have the green bay packers in the super bowl uh and i went i was looking at the afc and i was like pittsburgh no uh raiders won't do it Uh, this isn't the pats year uh and then I'm looking on the other side. I'm like, ah, Titans? I don't think so. Uh, and then I was like, the Bengals maybe? That'd be fun. I could see them going on a run. And that's kind of who I'm hoping kind of sneaks through. Yeah. Uh, I don't want it to be the Chiefs. I'm just bored. I don't fuck off. Uh, but I went with the Bills. I went <laughs> the Bills. Buffalo. And Green Bay versus Buffalo. I'm calling it Packers. 31-21. Allen Ooh. throws two picks. Rodgers throws three TDs. Super Bowl. Fire. I uh yeah. I got Packers Chiefs. I kind of want to see obviously I want to see the Patriots there, but obviously I'm gonna try and be realistic. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see the Bengals there. I'd love right? to see it. I'd I would love, love to, to watch it. Green Bay versus Cincinnati. Yeah, that would be a what very a fun matchup. That would be very cool. I don't know. The Bills are so unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. They're so weird. That's why like, I'm they, they go on kind of a run. Like they played the Super Bowl and then Allen has a bad game. Yeah, but like for some reason, I feel like if the Raiders upset the Bengals and then if they're playing the Bills, then the Bills are gonna lose to the Raiders. And the Raiders have a real chance. Yeah, and it's like, okay, what's happening? But excuse me. 
Yeah, I got Packers Chiefs. I think Packers are winning. I'll say 33 to 28. No biter. Don't like that for me, but and Rodgers Rodgers throws. Can't take it. Uh this isn't I think he throws three touchdowns as well. Nice. Yeah. And AJ Dillon punches one in. Rodgers throws four. Whoa. Touchdowns and AJ Dillon punches in a two point conversion to get it within a field goal distance. <laughs> really going for it. Yeah. I'm going to go score for score. <laughs> but 12 yards slant. Yeah. To Randall Cobb. But um, so I guess we kind of cheated, but we're going to kind of preview the matchups briefly. Okay. We have to go with two and deep. Let's go. So in the AFC, two versus six, two versus seven, Chiefs Steelers. Chiefs. This should be no competition. Roethlisberger sucks, and it's on the road, and he's terrible on the road. Yeah, I got Chiefs too. It shouldn't be close. Uh, Bills Patriots. You got the I'm Bills, obviously. Bills. I think this could be close. It could be a, depending on the conditions, but yeah, we got another wind game. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll go uh, New England. Do it. Go with your boys. Get a win. I'll go New England. You got Buff. And then we both got KC. Bengals Raiders. This this could be a very interesting one. My heart, my heart says the Raiders, but I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I'll go uh I'll go Raiders. We can kind of make a tally up the points at the end of this. Okay. I'll uh, I'll go Raiders because I, I I think they uh got a little fire in them. I don't see why not. I think so. They're on a four-game win streak. Yeah, you never know. And Titans have the bye, obviously. NFC, Packers have have the bye. Bucks, Eagles. Bye. I think this is going to be a lot similar to the Bucks-Washington uh, game last year. It could be, where mm. it's like somehow Jalen yeah. Hurts becomes... Eagles defense isn't terrible. Yeah. And their offensive line is real good. But I'm going to go Tampa mm-hmm. as well. Uh, the boys versus the Niners. Now this one's could this be a toss up. This could be interesting. What DAC mm-hmm. are we getting? Yeah. What no. which Rams are we getting? It's the 49ers, not the Rams. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the Niners are playing the cards. Uh which Garoppolo are we getting? Yeah. Um, I'm like I'll take the latter, whatever you pick. No, what you you, you pick first. I'll take I'll take your leftovers. This one. I'm gonna take the boys. Take the boys. I'll go uh, Niners. I was kind of uh, thinking Niners that the the Mike McCarthy <laughs> chose and, terrible game management. And Dallas in the playoffs. Why did I pick Dallas? Yeah, it's too late. You already did it. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Rams cards. Now I think they split. I'm going Rams. Season. Rams. Rams. Yeah. yeah. I um no D hop. As soon as uh Stafford mm-hmm. got traded to the Rams, I put a ten dollar bet on the Super Bowl. Well, there you go. Yeah. Will was, you be right? It was to profit a hundred bucks. So we'll see. Hundred ducks? Yeah. It's a lot we'll of mallards, see. bud. We'll see. So we both picked the same on Casey and Tampa, and then we both I went New England, you went Buffalo, I went yep. Vegas, you went Cincy. I went Dallas, mm-hmm. you went Niners. I got AZ and you got LA. We'll kind of see how it goes at the end of the wildcard weekend. Okay. And then we'll uh, 
I'll post the the results graphic on the little Instagram. Be my greatness. <laughs> Amen, brother. But what are you gonna do, brother? All right, Corey. You know, on the show, we do a little thing called time for the press. Time for the press. Impress me. Two questions from Tanner Rennick. Hit me with your best shot, Tanner. Kind of talked about this, but can the Canucks creep into the playoffs still? If yes, what changes still need to be made? Uh, of course they can. It's not mathematically impossible. I don't think they're going to. What changes need to be made for them to do it? A better a better defense. Are they going to be able to get that in season? Probably not. Are they a couple of years away from actually being a playoff team? For sure, because their defense is garbage. You have Quinn Hughes, great. You have OEL. He's not getting any better. He'll only get worse. And he's not playing the way a $7 million defenseman should doesn't put up enough points. He plays well. He's like Alex Edler a couple of years ago. Uh, Tyler Myers is fine, I guess. Also makes too much money. Uh, and then who else is on that defense? Kyle Burrows? Gross. Uh, Jack Rathbone? Will he even ever play here? Uh, yeah. Who, who am I missing? I can't think of their O-O-L? names. I already said OEL. Sorry, I... I uh... Luke Hamannick, does he exist? He's got COVID or he just won't get shots. Luke Burrows, Shen, the bottom pairing Shen. See what I mean though? Yeah. See what I mean? Garbage defense. It's garbage. You'll never win in the NHL if you don't have a good defense. You have Quinn Hughes who can be a number one type guy. Uh, and then you're like, okay, well, who else is around him? You're like, nobody good. Demko, all-star goalie. Pedersen, he needs to pick it up if they have any chance at getting in the playoffs. I hope they trade JT Miller because you can't afford to keep him in, the, in two years from now. You're going to get a boatload for him. You can maybe fix your team. So sorry, Tanner. There's a chance. Even if they get in, they're going to lose. Look at the teams that are at the top of the, of the West. The Canucks have any chance at beating either one or two seed? No. 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 They no. don't. They're going to beat Vegas? No. They're going to beat the Blues? No. They're going to beat Minnesota? Probably not. They're going to beat Colorado? Fat chance. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. They're not, not, not going to be anybody. Yeah, there's no point in making the playoffs, to be honest. But. They could beat the seventh or sixth seed, maybe. Yeah. But they won't play them because that's not how the playoffs work. So dumb. They could get in. And if they make some moves to the deadline to trade expiring or, like, older or whatever to get picks and prospects, and they make the playoffs anyways by some miracle, great. I'm all in. I'm cheering, baby. But if they – Rutherford didn't come here to make like dumb moves like that. He's not, we're building for the future. No, we are building for the future. And then whatever happens, happens. I exactly. agree with you. It's being the defense that we kind of need to build. And if we're really feeling frisky, why not just sign a banner game? Who knows? Exactly. Let's do it. Also from Tanner. <laughs> oh my God, Tanner, double time. Now, will the Oilers make the playoffs? If not, so. what happens to the team if they don't? I think they will make the playoff. I think they might make a trade to try and shore up their goaltending. I think they might trade for Flurry out of Chicago. That's, that's what me and E. McNaughton, good friend of the mm-hmm. show, I yeah. hopped on. I hopped on his show. And Ian, what's up, buddy? Uh, we talked about that. I was like, should the Oilers trade for Flurry? I mean, give yeah. up a first round that's pick the for highest. Flurry. I mean, I don't think you would take a first round pick. It's probably going to make you pay a first, like, yeah, second round maybe. But uh, he's old. He's an old man. But he's better than what you got. I mean, most things would be better than what they got. So who knows? Uh, If they don't make the playoffs, then you're not trading McDavid, obviously. And you're not trading Dreisaitl. That's crazy. But Ryan Nugent Hopkins? Probably make a trade. you got to do something. You have to do something. Do they sign a Vander Kane? I wouldn't put it past them. They're desperate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. I would love it. I would love if they did and it blew up in their face. Hilarious. Suck it. You have the best... 
two of the best players in the league, you can't figure out a way to make the playoffs. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It'd be like Crosby it. and Malkin missing the playoffs. Yeah. In their prime. Year. In their prime. Never would happen. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Corey, something else we do on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. On this day in sports history for January 10th, I'm going to rally off a few things. What happened on this day in sports history? And here, we're here, here, here we go. Learn, learn, learn about it. 1945, no one was elected to the Baseball's Hall of Fame. Oh, no one earned it. No one was good enough, I guess. Congrats. Nobody. Just do, just do better, I guess. Right? Yeah. You know what? Losers, nerds, freaks. Just be a better pro athlete at your sport. Honestly, yeah. Like, would you retire a few years ago, but you weren't any good? Maybe it was because of the war. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to put it past. Um, 1986, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of the LA Lakers scores his 34,000th career point. Now, I know you youth today, when you shoot something into a trash basket, yell Kobe. But in my day, when you would do it, you yelled Kareem. Kareem, Kareem yeah. Skyhook. That's right. Kareem. Yeah. Made famous in the movie Ted with Mark Wahlberg and the talking teddy bear. When he does <laughs> it with the ball, he goes, Kareem. He, he misses and it shatters. He's like, ah, you suck, Kareem. <laughs> he <walks> away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, only NBA player to reach the milestone at that time. And he remains the all-time leader at 38,387 career points. He's very good. 1989. Three year years my later, birth. year of your birth. Well, something cool happened in this year. LA, LA King Center Wayne Gretzky becomes NHL's all-time leading scorer in combined regular season and playoff points. He had four assists and a 5-4 home win over Edmonton and brought his total to 2,011 points. I guess that's pretty good. He's okay. He's fine, I guess. Yeah. National icon. He's not bad. Take away his uh, take away his goals, and he's still the all time leader of points. <laughs> right? Wild. Probably one it's of the really most absurd good. stats of all time. Yeah. You take know how away. we add things in two categories? Uh huh. Take away one of them, and he's still the best. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> good for him, I guess. <laughs> he's no ever, I don't think anyone's ever going to catch it. Do you think he's the goat of goats? Uh, across sports, I think Serena is, and uh, tennis, I think. She was hands down, no one's even close to her for over a decade in tennis. Yeah. Like uh, Tiger Woods, um, again, like no one comes close to him in majors and like turn like His... I know Jack has more majors, but I just mean like no one would ever say that Jack was a better golfer than Tiger Woods. Like yeah. that's insane. If they played golf together, Tiger Woods would mop the floor with this man. Um, but uh, I also think. Yeah, I don't know. Lance was obviously a cheater, but Lance Armstrong. Because <laughs> I think like, like Gretzky, that's Serena calls a good one. Uh, Gretzky, Brady, or Tiger, I think it's like mm-hmm. they're all in, they're mingling. Just be, yeah. Like just comparing the best in one sport, like the GOAT in one sport compared to everyone else. Like, just, like, I just mean, like, if you look at it and you're like, one, is there anyone, anyone ever makes an argument for like a comparable? So like Jordan's out because you can make a case for LeBron. Yeah. And then the secondary qualification is that if you look at the next best person from that person's like era or like, or just like anything, when you talk about the category, you're like, are they kind of close? 
like okay like wayne gretzky and like mario lemieux yeah. or like like look at all the time mario missed <laughs> and like how dominant he was and you're like okay and you're like pretty close wayne's obviously better then you look at like tiger and you're like phil <laughs> and you're like that's not even close yeah not even close he has you look at serena and there's nobody there's yeah. nobody close to serena um so that's why i look at it like that and i probably go serena no that's a fair argument mm-hmm. we've been going for a bit a long time yeah this is you took up my whole evening this is a I did this for you oh thanks for honey. you thanks yeah. sweetheart you're welcome of course you call think about, and answer think about how much i'm paying you to be on the show i'm getting a pack of twizzlers guys yeah <laughs> that's it half eaten all the gluten candy I'm not allowed to eat is what Corey's yeah. getting. <laughs> yeah. Give me just a pack of breadcrumbs. I don't know. <laughs> so weird. But do with it what you will. Corey, let the people know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Corey underscore Latondra. Easy peasy. You know, easy to remember, easy to find. You can also uh, find the Snacktastic Voyage on uh, on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, I think just on Instagram. I don't think we made a Twitter for it. I don't know. Uh, look up the Snacktastic pod. You'll find it with the Snacktastic voyage. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple, wherever you find your podcast, your playlist, wherever you want to listen to things with your ears from the, from the little machines in your pocket or on your desk, you can find us there. So uh, give us a listen. You want to hear about snacks? You want to hear a couple of idiots talk about a couple of dumb things that don't matter? We got what you want. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Thank you. Guys, you know how to follow me on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave, on Twitter at JevinLefave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LeftSideHeavy underscore. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, LeftSideHeavy. Ring the bell. Uh, press notifications, all that, so you don't miss an upload. And, yeah, that's about it for episode 77. Send in any sports facts you want us to talk about, any hot takes you guys have, all that. It will be on the story throughout the week. Corey, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Of course. The wild card weekend is going to be great. It's going to be a wild one. It's going to be very exciting. And listeners, we will see you guys next week. Peace.